0: Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Waiting for a Sign. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from your precious word. We're so thankful, Father, for your mercies are new every day, Father. Thank you that we can grow in you. The more word we get in us, the more free we can become, Father. So thank you for helping us today with more of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic, Waiting for a Sign. Sometimes people are waiting for a sign from God to move forward in an area. We probably all know people that have asked for a sign from God to help them make a decision. But we should not operate our lives waiting for a sign. We have a book full of signs called the Bible with great instructions on how to live our lives. And then we have the Holy Spirit inside of us as a Christian, and He'll guide us to do things. That is very important, as the Bible doesn't tell us which job to take or which house to buy, but the Holy Spirit will guide us in many of those areas. But are we waiting for a sign instead? Let's start today in Isaiah chapter 7, verses 10 through 16 in the Amplified Bible, the child Emmanuel. 10. Then the Lord spoke again to King Ahaz, saying, Levin, Ask for a sign for yourself from the Lord your God, one that will convince you that God has spoken and will keep his word. Make your request as a deep shield or as high as heaven. 12. But Ahaz says, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. 13. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, it is too small a thing for you to try the patience of men, but you will try the patience of my God as well. Fourteen, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Listen carefully. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Fifteen, he will eat curds and honey when he knows enough to refuse evil and choose good. Sixteen, for before the child will know enough to refuse evil and choose good, the land Canaan, whose two kings you dread, will be deserted, both Ephraim and Aram. Folks, we do have some examples in the Bible where God did give signs, but that is not the norm. He expects us to walk by faith as a believer. Remember Doubting Thomas? I believe that we are more likely to see a sign from God when we are just living our life by faith. Now let's go to Matthew chapter 16, verses 1 through 4 in the Amplified Bible. Pharisees test Jesus one Now the Pharisees and Sadducees came up, and testing Jesus to get something to use against Him, they asked Him to show them a sign from heaven which would support His divine authority. Two, but He replied to them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. Three, and in the morning, it will be stormy today, for the sky is red and has a threatening look. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky but cannot interpret the signs of the times. For an evil and morally unfaithful generation craves a miraculous sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah, that he left them and went away. My friends, we certainly don't want to use the Pharisees as examples of how to follow God. They ask for signs to challenge Jesus, they chose religion over Jesus. Matthew twelve thirty-eight through 40 in the Amplified Bible, the desire for signs. 38, then some of the scribes and Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign, a testing miracle from you, proving that you are what you claim to be. 39, but he replied and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation that is morally unfaithful to God craves and demands a miraculous sign but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. 40. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. My friends, this one's pretty blunt, isn't it? An evil and adulterous generation that's morally unfaithful craves and demands a miraculous sign. Now Luke eleven fourteen through 16, the Amplified. Pharisees' blasphemy. 14. And at another time, Jesus was casting out a demon, and it was controlling a man so as to make him mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke, and the crowds were awed. 15. But some of them said, He drives out demons by the power of Beelzebub, Satan, the ruler of the demons. 16. Others trying to test him were demanding of him a sign from heaven. My friends, we certainly don't want to be like that and demand a sign from the Most High God. Luke 23, eight in the Amplified. When Herod saw Jesus, he was exceedingly pleased. He had wanted to see him for a long time because of what he had heard about him and was hoping to see some miraculous sign, even something spectacular done by him. Folks, Herod wanted to see Jesus, to see some miraculous sign. Matthew 24, three in the Amplified. While Jesus was seated on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us, when will this destruction of the temple take place, and what will be the sign of your coming, and of the end, completion, consummation of the age? My friends, even the disciples wanted to see a sign. Matthew 24:24 in the Amplified, For false Christs and false prophets will appear, and they will provide great signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even the elect, God's chosen ones. My friends, Satan and his followers will have great signs too. We must not be deceived. The Word of God tells us here even some Christians will be deceived by the false Christ and the false prophets in these last days. Let it not be you and I. Now, 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 in the Amplified, The coming of the Antichrist, the lawless one, is through the activity of Satan, attended with great power, all kinds of counterfeit miracles and deceptive signs, and false wonders, all of them lies. My friend. Satan's signs will be counterfeit miracles, deceptive signs, and they'll all be lies but he is the master of deception and will deceive many people in these last days into following him. Now, closing today, Psalm 119 in the Amplified Bible. Verse 105, your word is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. Verse 130, the unfolding of your glorious words gives light. Their unfolding gives understanding to the simple childlike. Folks, the Word of God is a great sign. It points us to Jesus, the best sign of all. Let's not get caught up in trying to wait for a sign from God. Let's choose to walk in faith, and that is a belief in the unseen realm. Even though we've never seen Jesus, He's real. Let's continue to follow Him and not be looking for signs. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful You're a good God, a God of mercy, Father. We choose not to test you and say, Father, I choose not to believe unless you show us a sign. No, we refuse to be like that, Father. We know that you're real, Father, that you sent your son, Jesus. He died at Calvary and he paid the price for us. And we walk in that belief, Father. We're thankful that Jesus is our Savior. He's our ticket to heaven. And we choose to have faith for him. We choose to share Jesus the rest of our lives to bring other people with us to heaven. And thank you for your mercy. We miss you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147 or at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.